Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself, What would kids do? Then pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Start planning at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 496. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, I want to talk plainly in in simple language. No therapist talk, no attachment style speak, no diagnosis this, uh, about a particular red flag that I've noticed recently. Uh, It's a behavior that I think really is the antithesis to what you deserve in a partner. And I just want to break it down in simple terms to remind all of us of this, because I think deep down we know it, we recognize it, we know we deserve better. But then again, as I always say, uh, life, you know, life. And I'll start by saying something quickly uh, that the context for this episode was some research that I was reading on narcissism and like actual like supercharged diagnosed narcissism, psychopathy, like those kinds of things. What I'm talking about here is not that. I think we need as a whole, as an internet generation, as generations of people who have been on the internet and learned from the internet, I think we need to challenge the like consuming narrative that we see on social media where everyone, anyone who has ever wronged you or hurt you or, or who didn't reciprocate what you gave them, that that person is a narcissist. <laughs> they are a narcissist. I don't think that's true. I think we need to stop throwing around words and labels like that in order to displace our disappointment or our frustration. You know, life is life. And I think you should be hurt. Yes, sometimes you should be disappointed. Sometimes you should be fired up sometimes, but the focus should be on knowing why and what to do next. Break down the why so you don't find yourself in that position again. Break down the why so you can build from it. Do that. Do the work instead of what so many people online do, which is, oh, they were a narcissist. That is why. They are a narcissist. That is why. Well, sure, maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But focus on you. Focus on your ability to learn, to spot the warning signs, to hold yourself accountable, to not allow that kind of person in your life again. No buzzwords. No sweeping aside why. 
So just focus uh, on yourself in that instinct. I just find this this very common to displace our disappointment and our frustration and our capacity to understand why with words like narcissist. So just a quick diatribe there, but I do want to talk about quickly a specific type of behavior that sure, maybe it falls under the narcissist umbrella, or maybe it just falls under the selfish, insecure, controlling umbrella. Who knows? I don't think we really need to know. We just need to be able to spot it, to say, I deserve better, and to refuse to be pulled into it. So the behavior I specifically want to talk about here is defined by someone who uses your emotions against you. In a sense, they weaponize your emotions instead of validating them. Specifically, the emotion in question here is one of jealousy. Jealousy. I've seen a lot of content lately online about behaviors that are controlling, that are meant to manipulate you into wanting them more than you should, into giving into their timeline and their motives. And these stem from the very human emotion of jealousy, aka people weaponizing jealousy as a means to trigger you, to get you into feeling insecure so you compete harder for them, giving them more of what they want, and in the process, no longer paying attention to what you want. And so, as I said, I was reading an article in PubMed, PubMed titled Jealousy Induction as a Predictor of Power and the Use of Other Control Methods in Heterosexual Relationships. Quite a mouthful. But basically, it talked about this behavior that they referred to as jealousy induction. And jealousy induction, by their description, is a strategic behavior process designed to elicit reactive romantic jealousy from a partner in order to receive a specific goal. That is, a partner makes you jealous on purpose. They make you jealous on purpose. It's when someone implicitly or explicitly triggers you into comparing yourself to potential competition and, in effect, gets you to try harder for them with more of your effort and more of your interest. It's basically when someone subtly or maybe even not so subtly presents themselves as this really in-demand person who has interest from everyone and all this potential from different people, right? And I think this can take many different forms. It's maybe where someone keeps talking and talking about their ex or other people or flirting with other people in really overt, in-your-face ways, or maybe lying about the existence of, of someone else or someone else that they're talking to, right? These are the This is the kind of behavior we're talking about here. It's where someone purposely triggers you. Keyword here is purposely. They try to make you jealous as a means of exerting uh, control. It's a sense of control over you. That's control that makes you compete for them harder. And it's offsetting the power dynamic. It's where it's forcing you to make them the goal, make them your focus, distracting you from yourself. And I just wanted to do this episode to call attention to this because I think in the, the day and age of social media and dating apps, I've found this to be a really common tactic that people use to exert control. And we're going to talk about control in a second here and, you know, whether this someone is being really nefarious with this or they're just doing it because they think it's a dating hack. <laughs> but either way, the outcome is the same. And, you know, we're not very quick to recognize this behavioral type, regardless of the motive behind it. We've become kind of numb to it. And then we need to come back to a standard that challenges it, that challenges someone who would purposely try to make you jealous. Because a lot happens emotionally when you become jealous. I think jealousy is a very primal trait. It might conjure up more anxiety, anxious dating thoughts, the ones that make you go crazy and kind of make you spiral into self-doubt and overthinking. And that can make you afraid to be alone. And you now you're becoming afraid of you're, maybe you're not enough and, and so on and so on. And as a result, you give in to them. 
you give them what they want, you start looking at your relationship status through the lens of them instead of you. And that's likely what that person wants. If they're doing this on purpose, in a sense, you forget about you and you're focused on them, winning them, keeping them, impressing them. But as I always say, we need to look at our relationships through the lens of us and them. Us, are we getting what we need? Are we being open and honest about it? Are our needs being met? And them, of course, too, reciprocity. But someone who weaponizes your human sense of jealousy, who triggers you intentionally, well, that's changing the dynamic to them and only them. And it kind of makes sense, right? Like someone who does this, they keep dropping hints about other people. They're talking about other potential mates. They're using social media in sketchy public ways. They want your attention off of what you need and onto them, onto what you can give them in order to win them and keep them and earn their attention. But it's a really tough like situation to find yourself in, right? Because I wanted to do this episode because perhaps you've been in situations like this before and you recognized it and you called them out. You said, hey, this is making me feel uncomfortable, right? This doesn't feel like mature behavior. And you spoke to it and you said that. You said that, hey, you know, when you do this or when you comment certain things on social media, it makes me uncomfortable and I don't like it. And you did that and it was great. But then they made you seem crazy. They said, geez, you're really controlling, aren't you? Or slow down, you're acting crazy, I can't have friends. Sorry for being popular. I didn't realize you're the jealous type. It's a really tough position to find yourself in when someone throws it back in your face like that. Because it's easy for someone to weaponize jealousy as an emotion. And it's even easier for that to then be thrown back in your face as if you're the one acting crazy and you're the one trying to control them. And people who do this are really good at it. And they'll mock you and they'll shame you and they'll they'll guilt you in a sense for for being honest. They flip it as you're the one being controlling, not them. And so there you are doubled down even further, making you feel even more anxious or insecure as a result. And then you talk yourself out of acting further or ever bringing it up again. Oof, right? And so I think this is a really tough situation that I wanted to bring up here. And it's tough because it can make you double and triple down on your anxious thoughts. So I think it's important that we open our eyes to this type of behavior specifically. Power, control, jealousy. Like these things make for a good movie, but not for a healthy relationship. That's someone who intentionally tries to make you jealous. Someone who intentionally tries to shift your attention away from you and onto them. Someone who intentionally manipulates and weaponizes your feelings. That person is not. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. 
Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. You. Regardless of the the motivation behind it, whether it's really nefarious or they think it's like just one of these dating hacks that they've read online, someone who provokes you emotionally on purpose is not for you. They can't possibly be. We need to say yes, not just because it sounds nice and light and empowering, but because we actually believe it. You deserve someone who is the opposite of this. Someone who wouldn't provoke you is someone who has empathy. It's a word I throw around a lot. I talk a lot about it on the podcast. Someone who intentionally provokes you is ignoring their empathy, their capacity for empathy. They know that their their behavior is meant to control you in a sense. They know it. Do you want to be with someone who does that? Who doesn't want you to be the focus of your needs? Who wants to distract you from your needs? Ask yourself that question. Do you want to be with someone who intentionally tries to distract you from the most important foundation of a relationship? How they amplify the happiness you've worked so hard to create in your life. No, of course not. You deserve better. You deserve better than a partner who does this, regardless of the why, of which there can be many, I suppose, right? It can be the really insidious type trying to control you and they have a plan and they're just mean, controlling type of person. Or maybe less insidious, but still equally as controlling. I've seen instances of people intentionally provoking jealousy in their partner because they themselves are feeling jealous or insecure or anxious and they respond to their own natural you know human emotions by trying to control you that is not a healthy response either because the result is the same it's of course okay for someone to feel insecure or feel anxious or even feel jealous but to feel those emotions and rather than to challenge them and break them down in a healthy way They turn to manipulation and control. That is not okay. And you don't want that. You don't deserve that in a partner because you don't want a partner who wants you to be distracted from your own needs, right? Ask yourself that. You don't want a partner who uses your own humanity against you, who triggers you intentionally to get the power back in their court to maybe or to maybe medicate their own issues. No. So just a quick reminder here for this episode that Jealousy is a common emotion. It's okay to feel jealous. It's normal. It's normal to feel this feeling, but then to communicate it, to explore and find the source of it, and to create clarity from that moment, to challenge yourself to know why you feel that way, and to be vulnerable about exploring that process. That is healthy, of course. Any therapist will say so. But to be with someone who intentionally creates moments of jealousy for their own benefit, to offset their own insecurities, or to distract you from your own needs, that is not. 
And I just want to remind all of us of this. You can call it jealousy induction. That's fancy. You can call it narcissistic controlling behavior. I don't know. I'm not a therapist. (laughs) I just know that as a behavior that we're fully capable of spotting and recognizing, you deserve better. You are worthy of a partner who wants you to focus on what you need so that they can offer it to you, not the other way around, right? A healthy relationship, your partner wants to make you happy. They want to offer it to you. They don't want to distract you from what you want and what you need. They want you to be able to pinpoint it and say, this is what I want so that they can offer it to you, not the other way around. A controlling person doesn't want you focused on yourself because they want you focused on what you can offer them. And that's it. So that's the takeaway here. Any behavior, whether it's one that provokes jealousy or makes you question yourself or makes you feel compelled to compete for their interest, that is not healthy. And I think the core of any behavior of this type, it's going to be grounded in what I just described. It's behavior that is meant to distract you from focusing on what you want and what you deserve in a partner. It's meant to shift your focus away from yourself and to them, back to them, away from you and onto them and what you can give them, how you can win their approval, how you can keep their interest. A healthy, respectful, mature partner wants you to find clarity in what you want so that they can give it to you. They want to see you happy, right? It's that a healthy partner wants to give you that seeing you happy makes me happy type of love. A healthy partner knows what partnership is about. It's about reciprocity, what they can offer you and what you can offer them. Balanced, no lopsided scale, no manipulated competition, no intentional triggering. So remember this, the next time you see these behaviors, We're good at spotting them, but we're even better at ignoring them. So remember this the next time you see this behavior, specifically jealousy induction, someone who specifically is trying to trigger your jealousy, talking about their ex or their partner intentionally too much, even after you said it made them uncomfortable, you made you uncomfortable, intentionally using social media to gain interest from other people to make you jealous, anything like that. Just be aware. Again, it might not be intentional, but look at the frequency, look at the conversation that comes from it. When you bring it up, what is the conversation like? Is it, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. I understand where you're coming from. Let's talk about it. Or is it the opposite? Huh, geez, controlling much? You're acting crazy. Followed by more of the same behavior. So that's the red flag we're talking about here. I hope this gives you something to think about and a new standard to live by. But that is it. I'll end it right here. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. Maybe this message right now is exactly what they need to hear. I'm sure they'd appreciate it coming from you. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com smarttoilets and discover what you've been missing.